We have embarked on a new world era. Germany is changing leaders. The Merkel era is over, although uh, Angela Merkel will remain as leader of Germany for at least the foreseeable future after an incredibly tight election where we just simply don't know who will emerge as the new leader of Germany. But what we do know is that it is a changing of the guard, and at the same time that Germany will have a new leader who will be politically weakened as it focuses on balancing a unstable, um, was it parliament? I'll have to excuse me on uh, the actual terms. In terms of uh, the German Reichstag, it's, no, that's not right either. It's the uh, I'll come back to it in a moment. I got it wrong. Uh, Dr. Christian Luprecht is on the line. He's a professor at Royal Military College and at Queen's University. You're going to set me straight on the actual terms. I, I got some of them wrong there as we deal with what's going to happen with Germany going forward as Europe deals with a rising China and a rising Russia. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Al, and uh, but, pleasure to join you. So uh, you're referring to the Bundestag, which is the German the one. parliament, the one. Um, as opposed to the Bundesrat, which represents the states. And so Germany, of course, like Canada, being a federation, um, but all the key decision-making, or much of the key decision-making power that pertains to Canada and to foreign policy um, rests with the Bundestag. Um, and so I think much of the world is looking to Germany. And if you looked at some of the headlines in European papers over the last week, uh, they were rather scathing about the fact that everybody's looking to Germany about the future for Europe. It seems the only people who aren't looking to Europe when it comes to our election is the Germans themselves. And so I think it shows that ultimately elections are about domestic politics because foreign policy played almost no role, with the exception of the Green Party's chancellor, candidate for chancellor, who ambitiously pronounced that she would fix all the problems in the world. Uh, and I think that left some people a little bit jaw-dropped, given the uh, rather meager, for instance, defense spending that Germany currently has, um, and the tenacity and complexity of the problems that the world faces. But nonetheless, I guess it is always good to have at least one candidate for chancellor um, having ambitions. But other than that, uh, with regards to foreign policy, but other than that, uh, we haven't really heard uh, a whole lot. And foreign policy under Angela Merkel was really run out of the chancellery rather than by the foreign ministry. Um, and so we'll have to see what uh, power, if any, a new foreign minister will have when it comes to setting the European agenda um, and the foreign policy agenda. So at this point where we have some uncertainty even who is going to be leading uh, Germany in terms of the instability of the coalition going forward, we also are facing the prospect of an election in France. Uh, what does that mean for the European Union in terms of its a foreign policy as a block as it deals with Russia and China? Yeah, and I mean, later this week, for instance, we'll have a vote in Japan on the new prime minister in Japan. So lots of political change. I guess this is what democracies do. And this is how we decide to legitimate our governments. Chances are in Germany, you will uh, have the result of what's known as a traffic light coalition. Uh, so uh, red, uh, amber, green. So that would be the Social Democrats, uh, the FDP Free Market Party and uh, the Green Party. Uh, both because I think no one wants a grand coalition. We've had 12 years of grand coalition in Germany. I think not even the parties in that grand coalition want a grand coalition, let alone uh, the people. Uh, and the alternative of what's sometimes known as the Jamaica coalition, uh, where the conservatives would uh, have a coalition with the FDP and the Green Party, 
seems relatively um, improbable, in part because, of course, the SPD uh, got the plurality of votes um, in this election. Um, the coalition negotiations will likely, so, so all parties have said they're going to have um, Germany will have a government by Christmas. In 2017, this took about six months, five months to resolve. Uh, so Christmas is relatively expeditious because the German system likes to have coalitions and those coalitions have rather detailed contracts. Um, and in this case, we're likely going to see a scenario that we haven't seen before where uh, the FDP and the Green Party are likely going to come up with a compromise between the two of them and then put it out basically for bids to the conservative and the social democratic parties. So the two parties that got the most votes to say, like, who's going to dance with us? Um, and um, they'll see who's going to make them the better offer. Uh, but chances are the SPD and Olaf Scholz will make them the uh, um, will make them the better offer. So it looks like there will be a um, not just a change in government in Germany, but probably also change in direction on the number of issues, um, perhaps one of the biggest changes might be that Germany might now be willing to assume some of the debt from other EU countries, which the conservative government had resisted like the plague um, uh, since the financial crisis. And even before, uh, we're likely going to see more social spending, but we're likely going to see either stagnant or less spending uh, on issues such as defense. And of course, parties such as the Green Party uh, are longtime NATO skeptics. Uh, so it also means that given that NATO is probably arguably Canada's most important multilateral institution in terms of asserting our interests, um, uh, the whatever the coalition is going to be, um, it will likely not make Canada's um, a position in NATO, um, uh, will not strengthen uh, Canada within NATO. Uh, and it might put more pressure on a government here to up its defense spending uh, as a way to reinforce uh, the transatlantic security, the Euro-Atlantic community and the transatlantic security uh, in particular uh, in terms of stepping up to the plate um, if uh, there is greater uh, skepticism in Europe um, about that uh, security relationship. Well, that's great. That's, uh, thank you. And that answers the question exactly in terms of what potential impacts it might have on Canada. Christian, always great to have you on the program. Thank you so much for explaining so much of this to us. Thank you, Alan. It's always a real pleasure. That is Christian Luprecht, who's a professor at the Royal Military College and also at Queen's University, talking about the potential outcome and the potential impact of the election in Germany.